Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. How you doing, King? I'm I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm not bad, mate. Not bad. Another week down. Yes. Another week closer to the NFL draft. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Been in, <laughs> been on stage this weekend as well, haven't you, Jim? So well, I don't want to talk about that too feeling, much, but you know. You're, you know, you're feeling empowered this week, which is <laughs> nice to see. Yes, I do have other pursuits outside of uh, NFL. One of them is being in a rock band and played a gig for the first time in over two years. Last Saturday. Back by popular demand, I heard. It, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. But this is this is real right now. This is. This is consistent. I love it. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> no, what no, I do. No two-year break. Full time. Yeah, that's it. NFL podcasting. Hope you're all all right, guys. Uh, we are getting very close to the, the draft now, about four episodes away. Not long. Was it 24 <sighs> days or something? About 24 days. Mm-hmm. So we're going to finish off our first round mock draft today. Yes. It was supposed to be a nice, easy podcast. We said this last week as well, mm-hmm. King. But someone else has played up this week. Someone's someone's chucked a spanner in the works today again, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah, this was supposed to be a nice, leisurely stroll through the second half of the first round of the the draft mm-hmm. but we have to talk about Antonio Romero Romo is that his full name that's his full name is it actually that is really his <laughs> full name know, I didn't know that yeah I do not know that right, because so, uh, Mr. Romo is no longer well soon to be no longer a Dallas Cowboy no he's not no after 14 seasons yep 36 years old he's going to be 37 on April 21st okay he's been let go so it's a mutual consent type thing with the Dallas Cowboys. Thoughts? So what, an epic career? Yeah, he's, good career. He's, he has lived the American dream. Mm-hmm. He's starting court, or was the starting quarterback prior to last season of the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. He was an <laughs> undrafted free agent Yes, who fluffed a field goal catch or a placeholder catch, Yeah, which meant they missed the playoffs. And still managed to win the hearts of all of the fans in in uh, in Dallas. So yeah, good for him. What what a career! Just shame he couldn't couldn't prove anything in the playoffs. Unfortunately, a <sighs> couple of years where they you know won and done's or didn't quite make it. So, but they always were in a tough division for a long, long time. He was playing against the likes of Donovan McNabb when the Eagles were playing well, and mm-hmm. Eli Manning when he went on to win two Super Bowls. So it's yeah, it has been a tough division. Um, it's Didn't mention the Redskins in that. <laughs> no, we're not going to. No. <laughs> no. But um, yeah, no, I think he's a bit of a legend, actually. I like the fact that he came from an undrafted player, sort of similar to Kurt Warner. And, Sounds and very Warren. strange to think now that someone that played 14 years mm-hmm. was undrafted. He, he stepped all the way through all these rounds. No especially one, at quarterback. No one a chance at him. Especially at quarterback. Yeah. Do you think that was to do with the, the college? I mean, he went to Eastern Illinois. Yeah. Born, I don't know if you know this. King, where he was born? I don't. San Diego. It's an epic place. He was born in San Diego, born, uh, brought up though in uh, Western Michigan. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's, um, it could have had something to do with it, yeah, maybe. But you look at someone like Wentz, who played in Div 2 college, mm-hmm. got drafted second, second. overall. <laughs> so, so I think... Times have changed a bit now. Though. Well, maybe he, maybe he was the catalyst for it, we don't know. But um, yeah, yeah, a bit of a ledge, a bit of a legend. Shame to see him go, really, because he... Uh, he was, he was always entertaining to watch. Shall I throw some stats at you? Do it. Okay. Four Pro Bowls. Yep. 34,183 passing yards. Yep. 248 passing touchdowns. Uh-huh. 97.1 average passer rating. That is a Dallas Cowboys record, all three of those stats. And if he'd Not the Pro Bowls, but... The if he'd have got to a couple of championship games, mm-hmm. I think that could have been a Hall of Fame career. Yep. He finished he off won't. with a 65.3% pass completion rating. I'm good for that. And only 117 interceptions for his 248 touchdowns. Yeah. What a career. Yeah. Just no championships, unfortunately. No. 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 But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, bit of a legend. There is a spanner, though, isn't there, with this? Go on, then. Everyone thinks he's going to the Texans. Well, we thought it was going to be a fight between the Broncos and Texans, and then we turned out it was a fight between CBS and Fox. Yeah, so he's retiring. <laughs> he's not just being released. He is no. officially retiring, I I think. Is that, yeah, that's it is the, official now, right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. And he's replacing Phil Sims. 
Yes. On CBS is what <laughs> yeah. ever we're hearing. It's, it's a real shame for <laughs> Phil not. Sims's family that they're going to spend more time with him. <laughs> and you are not. Am Phil I not Sims a fan? Then. Am I not a fan of Phil Sims? You're not a fan of him. Are you, you a fan of Phil Sims? I don't mind him. Really? He's not great. He's not great. No, I just prefer his son as a commentator than him. Yeah, you and do. You but really I can't. don't like Chris Sims. <laughs> No, I don't mind Chris Sims. I don't like Lefko. Ah, uh, so you're yeah, okay. There you go. That makes more Sorry, sense. Sorry, but yeah, no, Chris s- Sims. Chris Sims at least tries to make sense. Yeah, yeah. Sense. And he played under Gruden, so he means automatically he gets a bonus from us. Yeah, but then Phil Sims played under some of the best coaches in the game as well. He did. Bill Polian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bill Belichick, I think, was a coach for the Giants at that point as well. Bill Parcells. Bill I think Parcells. It's a better one. A better Bill there. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It's not Bill Parcells who I was thinking of, not Bill Polian. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Parcells, there you go. Yes. Um yes. So bit of a shock move though. I think he still had bearing in mind he came back in the I think it was the last game of the season or the penultimate game of the Pretty season. Pretty much, yeah, it was week sixteen, I think. But he he came on, had one, one drive one drive, one touchdown. Yeah. So he, sh- he still showed he had something in the locker. Which is why I'm actually quite happy about this move. Not I wanted to see him suit up again, but not the Tony Romo of 2017 because he's only played five games in the last two seasons King yeah and there's a reason for that is that he's made of glass now yeah he's only played I think we looked at it didn't he he's only played an average of ten games in the last six years or something mm. ten games per season over the last six years So, and if you look at the 2015 season mm-hmm. when they went was it 3-13 and 13 or something mm-hmm. when he got taken out right at the start of the season and yeah. they had to make do with Brandon Whedon and Ryan Mallett and whoever else was. Matt Castle, yeah. Matt Castle, yeah. Just a rogues gallery of bad quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, they missed him then. And so they did address it in round four with that Prescott and they didn't know what they had there. No, no one did. No like, one did. He'd have gone first overall otherwise. Yeah. yeah. The Rams would have taken him. I'm yes. pretty sure if given the option oh, now. Have... Oh, I don't know about that. don't know. It's mad, isn't it? That's a long-term investment. Uh, but yeah, he's managed to come in and completely steady that ship and mm-hmm. so now as kind of harsh as it sounds and the Cowboys fans must appreciate everything he's done for them yeah they probably don't care that much that he's leaving right now no I don't think they. I don't think from a Dallas perspective they do care I think they found their heir apparent um, you know they got let's be honest they got lucky uh, you're not Very. spending a first fourth round pick and expecting to have your a starter above a four time pro bowler that we just mentioned yep um, they got lucky from that perspective, but yeah, they have they have got the the successor to Romo's throne, um, so they need to move on, and I, I totally understand that. I'm more shocked from Romo's standpoint that he didn't try and do what Peyton Manning did when Andrew Luck was drafted. Yeah, go and find a team that's ready to compete, and I think the Texans are from a defensive standpoint. They've, they've got, got the likes of DeAndre Hopkins. Well. They've got Will Fuller. Yep. You know they've got uh, Blues, not a bad back. They've got some weapons there. Um. And that defense is stout. You're in an easy division, similar to the Patriots. You're almost guaranteed a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everything's there, ready to go. You're still staying in the state of Texas, which if he clearly likes living there. Why Why not go for one more? And in the AFC South as well. Which That's is what I mean. That, that, easily competitive. That division, yeah. You're, you're, with his, if he could stay healthy, they, I would almost pencil them in at the start of the season mm. that they're going to win that division. But... Yeah. Why not give it a go? I suppose you have finished your it, career on a was, touchdown. It was health reasons, is what he cited, is that, mm-hmm. okay, I could take another shot with the Texans, who I think as well are, are primed to make a long run in the, in yeah, the playoffs. Yeah. You know, even with, who was it that played there? It was Tom Savage, wasn't it, that played the um, playoff game against the Patriots? No, it was Osweiler. Was it Osweiler? Osweiler started throughout the playoffs, yeah. I thought they switched it. No, they switched them at half-time, didn't they? Mm. They benched them at half-time, but... Even against the Patriots, they still managed to compete, at least defensively. Yeah. They just couldn't move offensively, and no, it gave absolutely. Patriots the game. Mm. You know, if they had a, a half-decent quarterback, they could they could have caused an upset there. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, but at the same time, you've got to think about your future, and he's obviously thinking about that. Do you want to take some licks as a quarterback for another year? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to sit in a booth and get to play golf? It's what he wants to do. Yeah, and still earn millions of dollars. He does still have millions of dollars. Let's talk about some of what's happening here because he's still designated as a cowboy until June the 2nd. Or he's released on June 1st, basically. Okay, right. So the Cowboys will take a cap hit of $10.7 million this year 
8.9 million in 2018 rather than the 24.7 million he was due to take up this year. Right. So they essentially get back 14 million cap space on the 2nd of June. Okay. So it's a bit convoluted, but it looks like he's getting a sort of golden handshake away from Jerry Jones. Maybe because he's becoming a an analyst rather than moving to a, a state rival. Yeah, I think that was the big the big thing, wasn't it? He he didn't want to trade him to the Texans. It's been it's been a while now since the Cowboys won anything, so I I you know you can't imagine that they want another Texas based team to franchise to excel. Mm. Um, I think it's a smart move. I talked about Luke Kickley halfway through the season. I think that, that he should retire. Frankly, he's had too many concussions. Yeah. Um. So yeah, solid move. And plus, he broke his back. He broke his back last year. That's you know that that's dangerous. He's not Batman, is he? You know. No, no. We well, certainly not, not Batman, Batman either. Batman. He's <laughs> not Batman either. Batman. But, yeah, but it's um. I think good move from Romo. I think it'd be good in the booth. He's well, got that a fa- was the he's thing, also cause... got a face for television. The guy is a looker. He's you know he's he ticks all the boxes. <laughs> he's not bad in front of a microphone as well. He's got a bit of bit he's, of a patter about. Yeah, he's his... got some smarts. Yeah, he's. Yeah. Which is why they they were hoping. Well, Fox were hoping to get him over the last couple of weeks. Mm. They were the front runners, and they were offering him John Lynch's position, basically. Right. Okay. And also, Fox do cover a lot more of the NFC. So that's something that Romo knows more about. Yeah. So that would have been the more natural fit. The problem for Fox is that they've already got Troy Aikman there as the number one color commentator. Right. And he's so, a quarterback. And, and he's, he's a cowboy. Co- ex Cowboys quarterback. Exactly. So he was always going to be second fiddle there, basically, to Aikman. And so he decided actually, CBS has the larger market share. They're offering me the number one spot alongside Jim Nance. I can only do better than Phil Sims, so why not go wow, in there? Okay, yeah, it was obviously a thought process. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. And I probably think... a, a heap of money. Yeah, he'll be on a lot. I can't. I'm trying to remember. I heard what Gruden was earning, and that was a lot of money. Mm. I know it's ESPN. Yeah, but he was on a, ch- a fair chunk chunk of change. It's a bit different, isn't it, for an ex-player than the coach? Because the coach can. I know. I, I'd prefer to hear what Gruden was saying, at least from scheming standpoints, but. Romo can tell you what it feels like to be right there in the middle of the huddle. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I think I think Gruden's a, a special person, but even the likes of John Lynch was was excellent. They yeah. they know their stuff. They've all, you know, they've all sort of got degrees from the, the University <laughs> of the NFL. So I, I think all of them are, are sort of wise from that standpoint. But yeah, I like it. I like the move. He will be on a hell of a lot of money. He'll have a load of free time, and like you said, he absolutely loves golf. Yeah, he actually plays on the set like the sort of he tries to qualify for some of the majors and stuff. He's a really, really good player, so he's gonna have the time to do that. A lot more time and no more damaging hits as well. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, it just makes sense for now. Of course, there are other people, King, that are saying that this is just a ploy to, you know, give himself a better bargaining chip. Maybe he'll have some sort of clause in his his uh, CBS contract where if a team comes in from during the year, say a starter gets injured, yeah. Is he allowed to go off and play the rest? Just come in as a, a replacement for the rest of the season? Maybe that's in there. Maybe it's not. I mean, what do you think about that? I don't know. I think it could work. I think you look at uh, you look at some players that have some veteran quarterbacks that have gone. One springs to mind that's happened relatively recently was when um, Kevin Cobb was named the starter of the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, Michael Vick was signed as his backup following his conv- you know his release from prison. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, Cobb takes a knock. Vic starts playing immensely well. One specific game against the Packers is, uh, you know, is a highlight. Um, and all of a sudden, leads the Eagles to the playoffs. So like, it has happened where veterans have come in. I know he was on the roster at the start of the season, but veterans have come in halfway through the season and led teams into the playoffs. And I absolutely think that Tony Romo is of the caliber to do that for the right team. But yeah. uh, it would have to be the right team. It was. It's always going to be a risk if you take on Tony Romo because of now his injury. Mm-hmm. You know, library of, of injuries that he's got. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's, there's no f- guarantees he's going to be able to play more than a few snaps. And- no, and also I think I would personally avoid players that it feels like they've got one foot outside the door. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can see these players that are going to play forever and want to play and and have this competitive edge and still playing to a decent enough standard. That's great. But players who it seems like are just trying to pick up one last paycheck, I think I personally would try and avoid. 
Yeah, because despite the stats that we read off, which are really good, mm. there were always concerns about whether Romo could get over the hump, even before the injury started mounting up. Yeah, he started. There were always concerns: is he that good? Yeah, was it October? He he wasn't an October quarterback. He kept no. losing all the games in October, which meant that they weren't making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one, but I I think he's made the right decision. I think it'd be great on TV. I'm interested to see see how he gets on, listening to some of the games he's calling as well, which would be interesting. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be yeah, more colourful, mm. <laughs> the CBS commentary. Yeah, but good for him. Good for him and, and sort of congrats, you know, without, sounds patronising, but congrats on a great career. What a legend. I yeah, despite everything, he was a very good quarterback. Yeah, he was. And just a nice it's, guy. It's a real shame that the injuries did mount up like that. You yeah, know. absolutely. Absolutely. They take their toll eventually and it's probably for the best that he does get out now and take some time enjoy it mm. you know spend some of that money <laughs> obviously that's obviously because at the end of the day King he's, his career earnings are over 127.4 million in 14 seasons not bad for someone undrafted and given a 10,000 signing bonus yeah it's a joke and also <laughs> yeah well it's amazing right yeah and he's still going to be on sort of 3, 4, 5 million well we just wrote, a, year wrote it out yeah over, CBS. over 10 million this year and that's just the payment from the, the Cowboys yeah plus CBS money which is yeah. 3, 4, 5 million and endorsements he's got more time to do more advertising that's it more time to do baking at home for Jason Witten yeah they are together aren't they I know everyone makes the BFF <laughs> comment but I thought they are they do have bunk beds they're yeah, an item <laughs> they're a bunk bed <laughs> who do you reckon's on top oh no comment <laughs> no comment now the other problem for this one King is that this has hit a torpedo into uh, the Houston Texans and to a lesser extent the Denver Broncos Broncos I don't think the Broncos would sign him I think they even uh, Elway announced last week he wasn't they weren't in the market for him they did also spend a first round pick on a quarterback last year so yeah the Broncos have been through this this was meant to be the rebuilding type scenario he's bought himself a few years I think Elway following that win but (laughs) but the Texans really has yeah because I know Brock Osweiler clearly wasn't the answer no but he was better than some of the other quarterbacks that are now free agents. And uh, and you gave away a second round pick? Yeah. Next year. Yeah. Well, there's no one you know, There's no one off the table now, is there? Now they're talking about Jay Cutler. They're talking about Colin Kaepernick. And so yeah. Every, every, every available quarterback is now going to be mentioned with the Texans. Yeah. And the interesting thing is, um, is I think they actually quite like Tom Savage within that building. Yeah. He's so, not the worst quarterback, is he? No. No, Bill O'Brien's come out and said last year he actually is a big fan of him. So, But you've got to give a little bit of short shrift to whatever mm. Bill O'Brien says about quarterbacks. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He spent a lot of money on Brock Osweiler. <laughs> and before that, talking about Ryan Mallett and Brian Hoyer. Yep. And said sp- you can go out there and win. We're going to win games. Yeah, You're both good enough. In the middle of the first game, yeah. So, no, don't listen too much to Bill O'Brien when he's talking about quarterbacks. It's not his forte. Despite being an offensive coordinator. And also uh, Tom Brady's quarterback coach for a number of years. Yeah, but the same as being Peyton Manning's quarterback coach, isn't it? <laughs> you don't even like Brady and you're saying that. Sounds like you're defending There's him. no need to be a quarterback coach for Tom Brady. No. He knows what he's doing. That's it. Eight yard out. Yeah. Eight yard out. <laughs> Quick slant. Quick slant. <laughs> Deep to Gronk. <laughs> I could be Brady. Um, I could be the quarterback coach for Brady. That's, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. Sign me up. Well, excellent bit of news there. Excellent bit of news. Huge bit of news, and it's completely uh, derailed the start of our podcast. But and also derailed the Texans season. So, well, who's pick? You're picking the Texans on this first round. Maybe that's going to influence who you're picking. Then. Oh, I haven't even thought of that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, good luck to turn your Romo. Yep. Chin up, Phil Sims. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> where there are winners, there are losers. And yeah, and he's a loser. Maybe there's a room for you somewhere else. You know? I don't know. He's probably plugging his ears with his Super Bowl ring. So <laughs> there you go. That uh, shut me up. Perfect. <laughs> All right, let's take a break then, King, and let's get back and let's do some drafting. Let's cool. <laughs> Welcome back, guys, to part two of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. So, King, it's time for us to round out the first round of yep. the 2017 NFL draft, mm-hmm. as far as we're concerned. Yes, Un- indeed. Until the 27th of April, when we find out we were completely wrong. Yes, that's it. That's <laughs> it. That's it. And the Browns take Trubisky. Yeah. With the first overall pick. Or Zane Gonzalez, like I told you. Yeah. 
Kicker from Arizona State. Don't take the kicker. <laughs> so who is it? Is it me or you? Well, as everyone is fully aware, King, it's your go again. You can Just, go you first. You start off everyone. No. You can go first. No. Mate. It's your turn. Is it because you conveniently want the Steelers? Is that? It's your turn. Okay, it's my turn. You are the Detroit Lions at 21. I am the Detroit Lions. Uh, Hit me with it. I'm, I'm going to go. They've addressed the offensive line, which I was going to go with. They've got the likes of TJ Lang in. So Ricky I'm, Wagner. Yeah, Wagner as well, yeah. I'm going to go with Jalen Tabor, cornerback from Florida. Is that Tease Tabor? Tease, yeah. Tease. Or Tease. He's on that Tease. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I think he's the best cornerback left. Is he? And they picked up DJ Hayden. Don't care. Their secondary was a mess last year, so I'm going to set... <laughs> they can have as many cornerbacks as they want. Right. Uh, so I'm going to go with Tease Tabor. Cornerback, Florida. I think his sort of combination of size, explosiveness, he's good with his hands at the line. I think he's going to break up plays. He can run with people. So I'm going with Tease Tabor with a 21st Tease. pick. Tease. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't really argue with that one, can I? No, because it's a good pick. It's, it's all right. <laughs> I don't know if it's the biggest thing that the Lions need. Well, I didn't want to take a wide receiver. I didn't think they were going to take a wide receiver either. Where would you have gone? What position? I may have gone... I know they picked up Akeem Spence from Tampa and Cornelius Washington from the Bears, but that's not really enough. And Jordan Hill from Jacksonville. These are all bit-part players, really, on the defensive line. I would have probably looked defensive line myself. I think their defensive line... I agree, but they... Get, get closer back to what they were with Fairley and Sue. Yeah, but there's no defensive tackles I think that I've got a first-round grade on. Oh, so there is for me. I'm not going to go with a defensive tackle. <laughs> That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Uh, I'm going to pick for the Dolphins then. Yeah, so 22nd overall. 22nd. Where are Miami going, Jim? That's what everyone wants to know. <laughs> where are they going? Mm. Well, in the AFC East, the best you can hope for is second. And let's see, they've had, they've brought some more right players in. Mm-hmm. Anthony Fasano, because obviously Jordan Cameron has retired mm-hmm. at tight end. Is uh, Fasano still alive? It's well, like he's been playing he's for only, about he's 50 32. Years. He's 32. He's just come over from uh, from the Titans on a one year deal. So, you know, it is mm. what it is. Uh, who else they picked up? Lawrence Timmons, amazing uh, inside linebacker for Pittsburgh. I think they're actually going to go with who really is the the best available cornerback left in the draft. Interesting. Sidney Jones from Washington. Okay. I think that that boy is the better player. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Sidney well, Jones. Yeah. He's he reminds me a lot of Marcus Peters actually. And he's much he's you know he'll he'll run to the ball, he'll make plays, he might let a few go. But uh, he's got a good toughness. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it. I like, him. I like it. I like the pick. Um, he does remind me of Marcus Peters, actually. I think he was slightly overshadowed uh, by him when they were both playing together. However, I think that, you know, he's a solid player. They they could address anywhere, frankly. It's um, for them, I think, that cornerback is an area of need. So, yeah, I like the uh, I like the pick. Yeah, the only problem with Jones at the moment is him coming back from the injury, and we're not sure. And that's what I was going to say. Well, I think a lot of teams have dropped him into maybe a second-round grade. Um, yeah, he's struggled slightly, hasn't he, since the injury. It's 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 a shame, really, because he's 4.47 speed. I don't know how long he's going to be out for. I, I'm not sure exactly the time frame, but that's why I had Tabor ahead of Jones. That's fine. I just think that, you know, you've you've got such an upside with Sidney Jones, so... Mm-hmm. Why not, not take a chance of it? You've Absolutely. Had, uh, you've had some other well, big, big name cornerbacks there before, haven't you? So. Absolutely. They had a touch. Grimey they, Grimes. They lost Grimes, yeah. They had a touch last year with the steal of the first round. Or yeah. the best value, at least, in the first round. Yeah. With uh, Tunsil. With Tunsil, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Strong pickup. Jones, like it. Like it. Thank you. Yeah. I'd have gone linebacker, personally. but Yeah. <laughs> well, they picked up Timmons, so they're all set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's not... Well... well. Anyway, shall I go next? Giants. Yeah, you better do, yeah. New York Giants. Where are you going? I'm going to... What position are you going? What position Yeah. am I going to go? I think I'm going to go linebacker for them. Okay. 
and I'm going to go with Zach Cunningham, oh. inside linebacker from Vanderbilt. Oh, okay. He's just a classic inside linebacker. I think he's, yeah, got, he is, he's yeah. got underrated coverage skills. Mm-hmm. Obscene amount of tackles, hasn't he, Jim, in the last couple of seasons? He did lead the SEC with 125 stops, oh, as we you well know I know. I do know you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with him. I think he will be a key addition to them. I think they've struggled at inside linebacker um, last couple of seasons with some plug-and-play players, but I think Cunningham is, a, is an upgrade there. It's a bit rich for my taste at uh, 23. I don't know if I'd have gone... You're the one who just got annoyed that I picked him. <laughs> yeah. Would you have gone with him immediately afterwards? No, I told you I was going to take him at 13, so... Uh... Yeah, so... <laughs> Still? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's an area of need for him, and I think he addresses that. He'll add some... Well, you put him and... The safety that Jarvis Landry Jones. Landry Jones. I was going to say Jarvis Landry. Werner in there as well. Yeah, but Dave, I th- Jason Pierre-Paul. Yeah, but I think Jones, Landry Jones specifically, because he's a thumper that they've then this season they find they stopped playing him at free safety and put him in the box. So you've got two thumpers in the middle there with with Cunningham and and Jones sets the tone for the rest of your defense. Yeah. So yeah, I like that bit. Yeah. No. Well done. Thank well, you. it's a solid, solid. No, it's, he's a plug and play basically. Oh, he's a starter first week, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. No Indeed. complaints there. No, right, and so. underrated coverage skills as well. Can I say? You can Just say what? it, whether it's true or not. Oh, is another one. There, there are some concerns about his coverage. Well, I think he's underrated as a, <laughs> as, as a cover linebacker. Put him on a tight end. He's going to struggle with slot receivers or running backs, but with, against tight ends, I think he can uh, he can do a job. He can probably, yeah. Okay. Maybe, yeah. Against tight ends, crossing routes, yeah, mm-hmm. he's probably okay. Uh, right, so oh, I've got the Oakland Raiders. You have. Raiders, twenty fourth <laughs> overall. Here, here Punk just shuffling forwards in his chair. Yeah, he's, he's listening up right now. Yeah. Hmm. Right, so Zane Gonzalez, kicker from Arizona State, is still there. He is. Is this going to become a theme throughout the first round? <laughs> I won't mention them again. Promise, <laughs> because I've picked him. No, I won't. Um, okay, so the Raiders. Mm-hmm. They've lost a few lost a few defensive players there, haven't they? DJ Hayden's gone, Nate Allen's gone, Menlik Watson's gone. Oh, it's not Menlik Watson. Uh, Stacy McGee, she's gone as well. Malcolm Smith. Malcolm Smith's gone. I am going to pick some line help there for the Raiders. I'm going to pick a defensive tackle in Malik McDowell. Oh, horrible! Oh pick. yes, horrible pick. How dare you? Horrible pick. What's wrong with Malik McDowell? Defensive tackle from Michigan. This boy is a boost. Mm. Athletic freak. Okay. And yeah, I'm I think they do I think they need it. I think they've got uh one of the best well, the defensive player of the year in their ranks there on the front seven, but they need some extra help on the interior. Yeah, okay. I'd have gone secondary with them, personally. No, come on. Look at so many. Maybe a cornerback from USC. Just move him up the base slightly. <laughs> leave it out. Maybe. A Dory? Yeah, maybe. No. Or go for a no. big hard-hitting safety who can jump out the building. Maybe. No, I mean, maybe. McDowell's got a chance to be a dominant player in yeah. the league. Or a chance dominant. to be a bust. <laughs> so. there, are, there are people saying he could be the next Mario Williams. I mean, the good Mario Williams, not now Mario Williams. Yeah, but Mario Williams is an edge rusher. But that's how good he is. He pushes straight through. So, I mean, Aaron Donald then. An Aaron Donald type. I didn't make it up. Someone else said that. An NFC scout said that. Don't care. (laughs) Don't care. Malik McDowell, look, he is a genuine threat on the interior and... I think that's what the Raiders like. I've only done my first round grades. you in the face. And McDowell's not there. So, what school did he go to? Michigan. Michigan. Are you writing it down? Mm-hmm. Malik McDowell. Maybe you just skipped him or something. Maybe you were too enamoured with cornerbacks. I didn't skip him at all. I just don't <laughs> have any defensive tackles rated in the f- or graded in the first round. I think he. I think he's got a good chance of going there. Oh. I've got. I think he's first round talent. In wow, good, good for you. You should have picked him for the Steelers then. Nope. No, nope. didn't I've, want I've, him I've there. Other plans. Oh, okay. I'd take him. Okay. I'd what are your plans? Because I'm just going to take him with the Texans now. <laughs> Who is it? Uh, I'd love to tell you. It's uh, Zane Gonzalez. <laughs> oh, you said you were going to... Well, you forced that one. <laughs> Get on with it, Chiefs. No, Texans. I'm not Chiefs, I'm Texans, yeah. Yeah, 20... I've, I've jumped head one there, sorry. 25th, 25th overall, Texans. And now there's no Tony Romo available. There's not. No. There's not. 
So you got Tom Savage. You got Tom Savage, a quarterback. Yep. Do you know I'm going to do it? No, oh, you're pulling the trigger. I am going to do it. Go on, go Ad- on. Adoree Jackson, <laughs> cornerback, USC. Oh, just, y- yep. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. He's only a slot corner. Yep. You're taking the slot corner first round. Yep. You need a quarterback, dude. They lost a corner, though, this year, didn't they? This... Yeah, but you need a quarterback. Can I, ch- can I change my pick? Or is it already in? I think it's a quarterback. <laughs> it's already you in. You can take a Dory Jackson off the way. He's not a first round talent. He is a first round talent. Absolutely Do you know what? Not. Screw it. Let's go back. Let's shuffle back. The pick is not in. They've run down. <laughs> They've tackled the guy who's got the bit of paper that's yeah, taking it to yeah, the commissioner. Okay, okay. They're going Mitch Trubisky. Ugh. Yeah. Mitch Trubisky to the Texans then. Screw it. Change, change my pick. Well, they've, they've already had Osweiler once. You want them to have it again? Yep. That is a bad pick. Don't do it, Houston. They're going to take him. Serious? And he's not going to be a day one starter. He's going to sit behind Tom Savage for a season. <laughs> I don't see that happening. Yep. I don't see that happening in, in Houston. Yep. They're going to they'll, they'll go through preseason, and by the end of preseason, they'll go, oh, well, we've just spent our first round pick on him again. So No, they're going to take Mitch Trubisky. They are going to reach now that thingy's off the board. They reached with Osweiler. They're going to do it again. There you go. 25th. Overall pick. Shocking. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for wasting that pick. Okay. So, Seattle Seahawks. Yep. My turn. Now, I quite... Well, they haven't done an awful lot in free agency. No, picked they up, uh, Everything they've done is offensive. They've picked up Luke Jokel and Ade Abushi from Houston. Jokel's an interesting one because Jokel was a second overall pick, I think. He was, yeah. Jags. Yeah, it was a while ago now. Mm. Um, He's on a one-year deal, eight mil. Mm, Good for him. Yeah, well done. Uh, And they picked up Eddie Lacey, that running back. Yeah, I like that pick, actually. It's not bad, but I think they're going to need more help than just Luke Jokel and Ode Abushi. Okay. So I'm going offensive line. They did go offensive line last year, first round. Yeah, but Fedi. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going with a left tackle who can also play anywhere along the line. Mm-hmm. Forrest you? Lamp. <gasps> OG from Western Kentucky. Yep. Forrest Lamp, eh? Forrest Lamp. Interesting. Interesting. So you're going more interior than you are tackle. Well, he did play tackle all through college. He's a guard. He's, <laughs> a, he's a guard or centre. I think he's a guard, frankly, but he's a guard in the pros, I think. Well, that's fine. Because Jokel's a tackle, so if they ha- if he's, they're happy with Jokel, then I I think it's a solid pick. But they're comparing him to Zach Martin, and basically, if you pick up Zach Martin in the first round, you're fine. You've had a touch, yeah, exactly. You so I've got no worries picking up Forest Lamp with my first pick for the Seahawks. You want to give extra um, help to the running back and to Russell Wilson as well, who he's had a great no scrambler. who had no time last exactly. year. Exactly, you've just got to load up. You know, you've you've still got your defensive players in place. Yep. And with a big, big bruiser at the back end as well with uh, Lacey now. You've seen what yeah. some teams can do with strong offensive lines. That's look- what the, the Packers never gave Lacey a strong offensive line to run behind. Yeah. No, I agree. So I, I think they're going to keep helping that uh, that ground and pound that they want to play up in Seattle. Yeah, so, yeah. No, I like it. Yeah. I like the pick. Thanks, man. I <laughs> like it. I like it. I only live to impress you. Well, and the Seahawks fans. This is it. This is it. Should we move swiftly on? Let's keep going. We are then. rattling through these. Last oh, these ones. are going really quick. Yeah. Uh, so twenty-seven. You've got the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. I do. I do. I thought about Trubisky here, but he's off the board. Andy Reid loves taking a quarterback. Instead, I am going to go with. Do you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to go Jared Davis from Florida. (laughs) Really? Really. Okay. I think he's starting to rise on draft boards now. People have started to watch the film. He's a big boy on the inside. Derek Thomas is at the twilight of his career, if not sort of, you know, really shouldn't be a starter. Uh, And I think they're going to need to hand over the reins to someone else. So I think they're going to reach somewhat to some people's expectations. But I think... Davis for me, he reminds me a lot actually of Lawrence Timmons. Um, 
and sort of a Brandon Spikes mould, like these big body guys who maybe aren't A1 athletes, but make up for it with intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it'll make a big difference there. Uh, it's the kind of guy that I think will help the Chiefs, their kind of player, no off the field issues, just goes in, does a job, and is an intelligent football player. So I'm going to go with Jared Davis, a Florida linebacker. Jared Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not like it? Well, no, no, it's okay. First round, I guess. Yeah, he is, he is one of the the better linebackers. So he is, and I think that you know they they've then the team without many uh, without many needs, and Jared Davis will add some cover to an aging player in in sort of Thomas Davis, who's been an excellent player for the Panthers. I don't know why I said Thomas. So Derek Thomas, <laughs> yeah. Derek Thomas, who's been an excellent player for the Chiefs, but, yeah. uh, is as I said, getting towards the end of his career. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Not bad pick there, King. Okay. It's a very solid pick. Very, very Kansasy pick that one. That is a Kansas pick. That is, yeah, that is definitely in their remit. Yep. Ooh, Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. America's team. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. What's this, to do with the Cowboys? This is a tough one because I think I genuinely believe they are going to spend their whole draft mm-hmm. on their defense. Yeah. They've got a tight end. They've, they've got, got a tight end? They've got receivers. Oh, Jason Witten? Yeah. They've got receivers. <laughs> they've got a running back. They've got a quarterback. They've got an offensive line. Ooh. They need to spend their whole draft on the defensive side. Mm. Namely, pass rush. So I think I know who I would go with here. But you're not sure. There's a there's a deathly science si- a science silence in this room. <laughs> what is going on here? What? That's that's not my thought process. Interesting. That wasn't my thought process for the Cowboys. Um, if you look at who they've so they've picked up in the uh, the free agency, it's all pretty much been uh, de- defense anyway. So Nolan Carroll's come across from Philadelphia on a three year deal. Mm-hmm. You've got Stephen Payer and uh, Demontre Moore as defensive ends. I think they have helped themselves on that on that side. No, none of those are pass rushers, though, Jim. None of them. Payer's well, a, a defensive tackle. Class as an end. Tackle. <laughs> Demontre Moore. None of them. Seattle. None of them are pass rushers. They need pass rush. The Randy Gregory exercise didn't work. The Dan no, Hardy didn't, exercise didn't work. Did not work. They have no one. It's a bit of a shame, really, because I, you know, he had all the physical traits, met Randy Gregory, to actually be pretty good. But I mean, he was just so skinny. Yeah. Well, it's more of his head, I think. And loves smoking him. weed. Yeah. And being an idiot. <sighs> I just can't do it, though. No? Do go it. on, then. Who are you going to go with? I'm going to need to press you. Can't do it. You need to press you. The time's nearly up, Jim. <laughs> Time is nearly up. Cowboys. Twenty eight. Oh, do you pick. know what though? As much as you, 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 I mean, this is really great podcasting. This is <laughs> this is excellent. You are taking as much forever. As, yeah, as much as you think they've got a, t- a tight end, they don't because Jason Witten's just there as a totem. Mm-hmm. I I think they're going to reach and get David Njoku from Miami. Oh, okay. I, Yes, I do. That's who I picked before I got here today. I looked at it. I looked at who's available, and I think they're gonna they're gonna go with this guy. He's uh he's got great muscular definition, long arms, six four. <laughs> great muscular. muscular def- have you seen this guy? I have seen him, but that Amazing. is so vivid. Six foot four, two hundred and forty six pounds. He could add another ten pounds on easily. He ran a four six four forty. He can cut in either direction, like 90 degrees, like that. You see some of his, his pro day stuff. It was really, really good. And, and he gets he's got learn. great acceleration as well. I think that when you've got a great new tandem in there with Dak and Zeke, you want to bring up more offensive talent to work around him. You know, yep. Witten is a Romo guy. Yep. And so you and want... And Joko can be a Dak And Joko can be a Dak guy, yeah. 
Can you just tell me again about his muscular definition? It is outstanding. It is outstanding, is it? Perfect. Yeah. That's what we all wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> I like that pick. Frankly, I like the pick. I would have Thank you. not gone that way, route. I know you wouldn't have, but I think they've addressed some of the areas in free agency. I think there's obviously more rounds to go through, and I just think that they want to show a, show that support to Dak and give him more pieces around him. Yeah, okay. And Jason Wynn isn't that anymore. No. He's a great some... security blanket and he's a, he's a legend for the club. Mm-hmm. But really, they need to move on. They need to look, ease him out of the of the playbook. And Njoku's and one that can easily get open uh, for Dak to, to throw to as a safety blanket there, so... Nice. That was my thought process. Nice. I know. I know. Need help defensively, but I just think they're going to go for a tight end. Okay. Fair enough. Thanks. Fair enough. Oh, oh. you made me feel really bad about that. Well, it's because I think you made a wrong decision. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Interesting. I'm. So you are now the Green Bay Packers. I am the Green Bay Packers, and I'm going to go super boring on this. Yeah. I'm going to keep. I am going to keep Aaron Rodgers upright. Okay, I would have gone. Oh. Run, I would have gone. Oh, no, you're picking then. Yeah, I would have gone running back, but I'm not sold on any of the running backs that are left now as being a first round talent. Sure, I think Kamara is a good player. Yeah, but I think he, I, I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't take him. There's question marks about his ability to carry a, a load, and and frankly, I think the Packers need that. Um, there's the Texas guy, and I can't remember his name. But I think he's got a second round grade, second For third who? round grade. On what position? Texas running back. Oh. Um, and there's Last. also <laughs> there's Mixon, but I think that yeah, from from their perspective, that the Packers are pretty squeaky clean when it comes to their players. So I think they don't want that. Apart from Jelly. Who was it? James Jelly. Was the guy who got caught selling drugs? Well, yeah, he's, but no one's heard of him now. So. No, that's why. Yeah. yeah, so I think they'll they'll avoid mixing. They weren't. Yeah, I'm just saying they weren't completely squeaky. Clean. No, no, they but they're pretty. They're you know they're pretty. They clean. are pretty clean. So I'm going to go with Garrett Bowles, Utah offensive ah, tackle. Garrett Bowles cut. Mm, Garrett Bowles cut. Yeah. <laughs> what a haircut for Garrett Bowles. Uh, yeah, he's the what they're calling premier left tackle in the draft. Yep. So I'm going to go with him. He's a bit old, don't he? What, he's old for just being drafted. He's like it, 24. Yeah, he is. He's like the Brandon Whedon of tackles. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to go with Garrett Bowles, Utah. I don't think they could argue. I don't think anyone, frankly, can argue with getting some some help for Aaron Rodgers to keep him upright. So no, absolutely. I think it's a solid pick. Oh, it is a very solid pick. Well done, man. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with that pick. Okay, interesting. As, as unattractive as it is, a bit like when I picked Ryan Ramchick, some mm. of these teams just haven't addressed the, the offensive line. Yeah, and Broncos. And they when, need to. When he took Ramchick, Broncos was exactly one of those teams, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the Packers have always been close. You know, mm. That's why they're picking so late down in these drafts. Yeah, absolutely. And so you've got a lot of your pieces in place. That's when you have to deal with the meat and potatoes on the line. Perfect. Right, so it's my turn again. <laughs> no, we're it's not. Swap it no, 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 no. No? No, 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 no. Are you sure you don't want me to have the Steelers? No, but I will ask you who you would have picked. What, for the Steelers? Yeah. Okay. But I'm going to pick first. Go on then. Because I get the official pick for the Steelers. Go on then. And they've done some things I didn't like this off-season. They got rid of Lawrence Timmons, mm-hmm. uh, which you know, I happen to really like Lawrence Timmons. They picked up Noel Davis. That's not bad. You know, obviously, D'Angelo Williams is getting on. Mm-hmm. So, Noel Davis is okay. <laughs> is okay. Uh... Is he the one that's in One Direction, Noel Davis? What <laughs> is that? I don't know. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I think there's one called Noel. Is there? Yeah, it's trying to be funny, but all oh, right, well done. Apparently not. No, keep, My bad. keep One Direction out of this podcast, please. My bad. Uh, and they got rid of Jarvis Jones, but I think really the experiment ended with uh, with Jones. He's gone to Arizona. Mm-hmm. So. What I've, what I've said for the last couple of drafts is that they really need to work on the defence because yep. basically the offence is set. Yep. Especially if Martavis Bryant does get reinstated in yep. the next couple of weeks. I agree. So I'm going defence. Mm-hmm. I'm going defence. And I am picking up someone who I've been immensely impressed with uh, since I started looking at college players. Excellent. So you play for Michigan? Uh, did you play for Michigan? No. 
Oh, I think I know you're going with. Who do you think I'm going with then? Oh, no, no, no. You go. I, I, I went with a player who, who played for Connecticut. Okay. Obi Melifonwu, safety. Uh, again, muscular definition off the charts. It's off the <laughs> charts from a muscular definition standpoint. Six foot four, 219 pounds. You run a four four forty. Joke. 44 inch vertical jump. Joke. Joke. 11.9 foot broad Joke. Uh, jump. 118 tackles and four interceptions last season. He's a free safety. Uh, we've got Sean Davis. Um, Mike Mitchell is a good safety, but he's getting on a little bit now. Yeah. Panther. And yeah, I just would love to to see him get in there. And he's really one, a bit like a Troy Polamalu that can come in and. Except he's two times the size of Troy. Two times, exactly, yeah. Imagine what he's going to do. Mm. Um, and also, he'll make his living against tight ends, the other size tight ends that are coming through now S- in the game. What are your thoughts on the fact that most people are projecting um, Melifonwu as uh, a cornerback and that will then go back to safety if he doesn't, if that transition doesn't work? I think a lot of people are seeing his traits, seeing his ball skills with the four turnovers last, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just... The fact you run a four four is a joke. Plus his size, it's crazy. Yeah, I think pe- a lot of people are thinking of potentially moving him to corner rather than actually playing him as a safety. Would you be happy with that? Because Artie Burns actually struggled at the start of the year, but really came on quite strong towards Ended the end up of with the Jalen year. With Jalen Ramsey numbers, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't mind. Um, obviously, we're not completely blessed at cornerback. You know, mm-hmm. Willie Gate is getting on a bit now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, I, I do think that Melifonwu, if he's able to be put in bo- both positions, then mm-hmm. fine. But I would love to see him la- delay blitz, you know, coming through and, and picking up people like Tyler Eifert, who we've got to deal with in our division. Yeah, yeah, it's a good you shot. You know, that's what I was thinking when I picked when I picked uh, Obi. Yeah, his and size I would as well. love it if he turned up. Because I did the same thing um, last year with Bud Dupree mm-hmm. and saw him before the draft thinking there's no way this guy's falling as far down as Steelers and then he did so but he had oh, a bit, not, not two years ago sorry Bud Dupree yeah he had, a, he had a bit of a miss that. Artie Burns as well yeah he had, a, he had a bit of a weird season Bud Dupree last year I think he um, his stats were slightly inflated because he had five sacks in four games but they're not a lot yeah. else well he was injured um, as well but you need so. to see, yeah no I, I when agree he finally got free, when he got um, healthy he was what was Bud Dupree's produce. muscular definition like it was pretty good yeah, his was, wasn't quite as good as Obi Melifonwu no but uh, still, still impressive. Still impressive, yeah. <laughs> Nevertheless, <laughs> Nevertheless. Uh, yeah, I like the pick, actually. Uh, what I like, that size, you see the way the game's going now with the Cam Chancellors, the Mark, uh, yeah. Mark Barons that have come in and done well. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that you can then step him up into the box against some running teams as well. Yeah. Um, with that size and not worry down, about can, his physicality. He can lay out a runner and yeah, also absolutely. he can cover a big tight end. So Yeah, you would have the fastest... Frankly, if you moved him to inside linebacker, you have the fastest linebacker in court. Yeah. With him and Shazier, it'd be a yeah. joke. But um, yeah. yeah, no, I like the pick. And he's if, versatile. If we got Clearly him, I'd vers- be so happy. Clearly he's versatile as well. So. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting yeah. pick. And we've only got two left. You have. Did you want to know who I'd have gone with? Yeah, please. I would have gone with, I'm not so sure for saying, because I know I wasn't going to have the pick, but I would have gone either Taco Charlton, Michigan, or I would have gone with TJ Watt, outside linebacker from okay. Wisconsin. Right. Both add versatility. Charlton's more of a defense, pure defensive end, but is. what is just it's bloodline. Those guys do not stop. His brother Derek did really well with the Chargers as a fullback last year. Really helped yeah. Melvin Gordon. Yeah, JJ. Everyone knows who JJ is. Is <laughs> probably for sure the definite <laughs> best player in the league when healthy. Yeah, um, and I think TJ's just one of those energizer bunny guys. He's never going to stop. Has some pass rush to him as well, which is quite nice. Mm-hmm. Um, with an a- aging James Harrison and some inconsistent play from the likes of uh, Bud Dupree losing Jones as well he's meant to be that pass rush guy Yeah, I think someone like TJ Watt would have been a good addition for you guys mm. um, but I, I'm not mad at I'm not mad at Melifonwu to be fair he's uh, he he does address an area of need just secondary was like Swiss cheese we mentioned in the podcast this year <laughs> so uh, yeah I think that's a solid pick mate thanks dude yeah almost done we are you are the Atlanta Falcons I am indeed. I am indeed. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. But I think that offense is pretty much squared up. Maybe tight end would you need to look at, but Austin Hooper stepped up last year, rookie. Um, mm. So yeah, he was okay. 
he was okay and came on towards the end of the season, made some plays in the playoffs as well. So I'm not going to go there. I think I'm going to give him another youthful linebacker. We've just mentioned him to go with Dion Lewis, uh, Dion Jones. I'm right. going to go TJ Watt. I give him the what? I'm going to give him the what? Okay. So yeah, I'm going to give TJ Watt outside linebacker Wisconsin, and just they're going to go defense. They always went defense when. Dan Quinn was was with the Seahawks, yeah, and they're going to carry on doing the, doing the same thing. So I, I know, think they, give they them a quite loaded at defense now. Give them a plug and play linebacker, and that defense is going to step up. That offense is potent. You've got the likes of Jones, you know they've got um, they've got the likes of Sanu as well, who had a really good season. We mentioned Hooper. They've got that two headed monster of Coleman and Freeman, mm-hmm. and Matt Ryan had a MVP caliber season last year. So yeah, I think they're pretty stacked from a from a defensive standpoint. Uh, from an offensive standpoint, maybe line, but I just think give him another plug up that front seven, put someone next to Dion Jones, who had an amazing rookie year last year, he did. and all of a sudden your defense is looking fantastic. <laughs> which, which Quinn, that's where his focus is. Mm. That their offense is ticking. Let's just get let's get the best defense in the in our division, win that every year, and and hopefully our offense can outscore teams as well. So I'm going to go yeah. with TJ Watt. Yeah. Are you not mad at? Are you mad at no, that? No, 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 not at all, not at all. It was, it was just reminding me of what we were talking earlier about with um, with the NFC South, and just you know there are some mobile quarterbacks out there, and so you need someone that won't give up on a play. Yeah, he is tenacious. Yeah, he is tenacious, and he is rising up boards. I think originally, I think he was touted to be a second round pick, but the more I watch him, the more I'm seeing traits of JJ Watt. I know Watt was taken eleventh overall, but even that's that was him being underrated. Yeah. Um, so I think that TJ Watt's done, you know, can come in and do well. Like I said, Derek's done well with the Chargers, so all of the brothers are playing really well. All come from Wisconsin, so you know they've been well coached. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think he'll he'll slot right in. I think he's a Dan Quinn kind of player. He's a Dan Quinn kind of linebacker. Sort of that Wagner tenacity meets football intelligence mold. So yeah, I think he fits the bill. No, it's a really good pickup. Really good pickup. Mm. Oh, I'm just thinking about my last pick. Well, ta- 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 let's be honest. Taco Charlton or Tack McKinley, the two tacks in yeah. the draft, are the two obvious choices at defensive end for the Saints who have no pass rush besides Cam Jordan. But they've never had pass rush. So. But we got them taking Derek Barnett with the 11th picks. So they've addressed that area already. Exactly. So... So I don't know. Well, I'm still going to go defense. Obviously, obviously. I just wanted to mention that because it was so long ago we did the the first ten, <laughs> the first. To be honest, I'd forgotten we we picked up Derek Barnett for yeah. the Saints yeah. with the eleventh pick. There you go. So who are you going to go with? Well, I could still go for Fabian Moreau, couldn't I? <laughs> that French named quarterback uh, for the yeah. the Saints. I won't do it though. Um, I did have Zach Cunningham going there, but you've already taken him, mm-hmm. so can't do that. Uh, I could go with the other linebacker on my board. Interesting. Oh, I could go for Taco Charlton. Oh, just plug up that line. Plug it. Oh, I mean, that's crazy. Uh, what about cornerback? That secondary's no, I mismatched. Th- I, I think there are some major questions about the re- remaining cornerbacks. You don't, you're not a Tredavis White or um, no, a Dory Jackson? There fan. are some problems with both of those guys, um, especially Tredavis White. He's just undersized, isn't he? He's less than six foot, which a lot of teams are put off by. Yeah. But I look at Jason Verrett, who was a Pro Bowl corner two years ago for the Chargers, and I think, but I mean, he's, he's tenacious, he's, he's physical, he's just, you know, he doesn't fit the stereotypical mould. But He'll be a slot corner, but he's probably not good enough to be... Um, and you're not a Jackson you know, fan? Number one. No, I, I think the problem with Jackson is that he could just get run all over, you know, Okay. I think a, a deep ball might, you know, if you can get caught early on a deep ball, then mm-hmm. they'll be throwing bombs at you all day. I yep. think that's one of those players that, that could happen to. What about another safety to put next to Vicaro? Well, I could pick up Justin Evans from Texas A&M. That's what I was thinking. Evans is a solid player. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with someone else, though. Okay. I'm going to go with Tyus Bowser from Houston. Six foot three, two hundred forty-four pound linebacker. Uh, he was the guy we talked about. He played basketball for the last two seasons, but uh, he's already had twelve tackles for a loss and eight and a half sacks in eight games. And I think that that kind of 
threat in the middle yeah is difficult to ignore yeah and he's a pass rusher again from a yeah. linebacking perspective um yeah he was, I think at one point he was leading the FBS the whole of the FBS so the whole of the all the schools all the colleges yeah. Yeah. at one point he was leading them in sacks and tackle for a loss I just think his floor um, is, got is a lot higher than some of the other guys we just talked about mm-hmm. and yep no like a very, it. very solid pick and I just thought yeah Yes, less downside to that guy. Yeah, I think so. I think his his coverage skills again are surprising because he's yeah, stereotypically in college has been a pass rusher. Um, yeah, I like the first round grade. Yeah, I like him in the first round. That's a strong pick. Well, this is the first time we've ever done it, King. But we've actually managed it. We picked thirty two players. We have well, a bit more than that, really. But mm. picked thirty two players for not quite thirty two teams. There's a few teams out there that aren't getting a first round pick this year. Mm-hmm. Vikings are one of them. Yep. Because they get to use Sam Bradford next year. Yep, obviously. Patriots. Patriots have given up their 32nd pick for, for Brandon, Brandon Cooks. Cook. Yeah, I think that's a decent bit of business. To it's not good. bad. Although they could have had Tyson Bowser. <laughs> Sorry, Tyus Bowser. And uh, and some a team that really did need it was the LA Rams. Yep. <sighs> they got Jared Goff though, so... It's rare you see. It's uh, do you know? I can't. I'm trying to remember the last time, or if I've ever, frankly, since I've been watching the draft, seen three teams with two first round picks. Mm. Uh, which is, you know, clearly it's rare since I've not seen it. But and this is how it currently is is sitting. But we know on draft night, teams are going to move up and down on this draft board. Well, there are teams with obscene amounts of of uh, um, collateral collateral to to move back up. The the Browns being one, frankly. Yeah, they've got that twelfth pick. They've also got what they got eight picks in the first two rounds in the next two years. Two yeah. years, yeah, or next in the f- next first what two. What you said last week, yeah, and um, you know, got the Titans as well that had some. have got some collateral based on the trade they made last season as well. So yeah, for the first overall pick. So yeah, there's a couple of teams that could move back in if needed. And you know, the, the Saints are up at eleven. I know they've got the thirty second pick, but they might use that and trade out. You know, yeah. They might not want to have two picks in the first round. No. Nope. You don't know what, what else is uh, is in play there. They've got a lot of holes on defence. Yeah, and they've been aggressive before. I remember them trading up with the Patriots to go and get um, Ingram. Yeah. Uh, I know he's a running back, but they got, they traded back up, I think it was the 24th pick to take him. Um, or 26th pick. But uh, yeah, they have been aggressive in recent years to go and get the player that they really want. Colts have got to wait until 15 to pick out a player. Do you reckon they'll, they'll hang on that long? They're quite a vanilla team, aren't they? But I don't know. I think that they'll want a running back or another lineman, and I think that they'll be a running back or a lineman that they're comfortable with at fifteen. So hopefully, what they might shown... even trade down. Actually, that might be a spot for someone to trade mm. down because there's a lot of teams in that sort of region uh, and slightly further down, the likes of the Chiefs, potentially the Raiders as well, maybe the Dolphins, um, that are all looking for linebackers. And if we suddenly have a run in the likes of Cunningham and Reddick and yeah, and um, Foster as well are all gone. Yeah, then one of those teams might want to trade up to that fifteenth spot that's in that sort of twenty range, or you know, in the twenties, and want to come up and grab one of those linebackers. Might give away something in the future for it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So from a Colts perspective, they've got so many holes that I think if you could move down ten picks and pick up another second, or maybe two second round picks, mm-hmm. I would make that deal personally because I still think there's going to be a running back you can go and get. It's quite a deep running back class. Yeah, and if you can sign off on Mixon in the second or th- well I don't think you'll get past the second but if you can sign off on Mixon in the middle of the second round as well you can get maybe the most talented running back in the draft and also pick up maybe uh, one of those linemen we're talking about maybe a Lamp maybe a Bowles and all of a sudden then you've uh, you know you've really helped your team and helped Andrew Luck stay upright and also give him a weapon that's younger than Frank Gore didn't even talk about Joe Williams at running back who I flagged up in the combine mm. the one that has played really well but had the uh, off-field problems with his uh, his sister dying yeah so, yeah no I it, think that was there nice. are other players that are coming up the draft board and hopefully what we've shown over the last three weeks guys is that it's actually not a bad uh, pool of players to pick from at pretty much every position yeah it's only really the offensive line you've got three or four good players and there. quarterback annoyingly and offensive line and quarterback are the two areas where there's not a great deal to choose from there's a few I Annoyingly, there's a few mid-range guys that are being talked about. Um, you know, some that could be making their way into the first round that originally weren't. You've got the likes of Kaiser. You've got your man, who you love from the combine, haven't we, at quarterback? 
<laughs> can throw all over the shop. Texas Tech. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. The you're second. A, you're a big Mahomes fan. Well, I'm not, I'm not a massive fan, but I just think that you know he has got some talent on him. Oh, he's yeah, just his, playing his in the spread is, system. His so. arm is a joke. Yeah. He's either Matt Stafford or Jay Cutler with that arm. I've already said I don't think he's a starter. Not a, not a week one starter. But no. if if you can sit him for a year or two, yeah. Then he actually has got much more upside than someone like uh, yeah. Bryce Petty or Christian Hackenberg. Yeah, someone's going to jump on me, but I see traits in Mahomes. That arm strength, his elusiveness. If he can knuckle down, I see traits of Aaron Rodgers in that quarterback. He just, maybe that's what he needs to do. The Aaron Rodgers route, sit behind a, an established vet for a few seasons, learn a trade, learn actually how to pl- use a playbook, because apparently he can't. <laughs> And, we don't uh, need to in Texas. His ability, yeah, his ability, his arms, his, you know, his pure passing ability, his elusiveness, his the fact he can throw on the run, and frankly, is as accurate, if not more, based on what I've seen. He's got some Aaron Rodgersy traits to him, right? Traits. <laughs> but I think that's what happens when you get closer to the the draft. Yeah, you do start projecting things into these quarterbacks. Yeah, you do. Like, yeah. Uh, Davis Webb from Cal, he's starting to get more traction as well. It wasn't yep. talked about a few months ago, but now all of a sudden they they're starting to look at all of these guys mm. and go, "Oh, maybe he's got, that's that's how you end up picking Jared Goff." Yeah, do you know where David's where used to, he's a transfer? He wasn't at he wasn't at Cal originally. No, that's right. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I can't remember where he was before, but I do. Texas remember. Tech was it? Texas Tech because Mahomes okay. took his starting job. Oh right, okay, yeah. And then he moved to Cal and replaced Jared Goff. One Jared <laughs> Goff, yeah. <laughs> Big shoes to fill. Because as soon as I saw him, I went, oh my God, I can't believe this guy couldn't beat out Jared Goff for the starting job. Why is everyone saying he's good, good projecting as an, an NFL starter? Yeah. I don't think Jared Goff's an NFL starter. No. And uh, and then I realised, actually, he was at Texas Tech previously. So they just brought and him Pat in. Pat Mahomes beat him out for the starting job, so he transferred to <laughs> Cal. Yeah. But there are these other, other quarterbacks. You're going to start hearing more and more about them, and mm-hmm. people do fall in love. And they do they do project what they want to see into some of these quarterbacks, yeah. And, and mistakes are made. It's why I, I said that I thought the Bears might might pull the trigger on Deshaun Watson. That's interesting. I think three. that's a reach, but it's of course it's a reach. But someone's going to do it. Someone who is desperate for a quarterback will will have to go this year. You know they've they've painted themselves into a corner. Have you seen the announcement this week about Kaiser Deshaun Kaiser? Which announcement is that about? Deshaun what his Kaiser? coach said this week. Go on. His college coach has turned around who is an ex Brian. I think what's his name? Brian Kelly. I think his name is. Right. Is an ex NFL coach. Uh, turned around and said, "Don't think he's ready for the draft Ooh. from a playing standpoint, or from a mental standpoint and maturity standpoint." Okay. That's some glowing recommendations there from your college coach. <laughs> yeah, thanks coach. It yeah. just cost me millions. Exactly. He is though the only ever Notre Dame quarterback to declare for the draft with 2 years left of college el- eligibility. So that might have something to do with it that he's not he's the least experienced Notre Dame quarterback ever to enter for the draft. Yeah. But normally coaches sing your praises because one thing that college coaches want is players to be taken in the first round because it helps them with the next the generation yeah. of recruits because look how many first rounders we've got. Yeah, you come to, if this, I, co- if come I'm to this college, a, we'll, we'll get you in that position. If I'm an athletic defensive player, I'm joining Ohio State based on what's happened over the last two years. <laughs> yeah. I'm just being serious. Cause they are going to have two top 10 picks in Lattimore and Hooker. Yeah. They had Joey Bosa last year. They had offensively Ezekiel Elliott. They'd, I can't even remember. Uh, Eli Apple was tenth overall. You look at all these players that have gone from a high state straight into the pros. Are there top ten picks? If I'm a defensive Got player, Curtis Samuel as well. Yeah, I'm absolutely going to a high state, and I'm playing with Urban Meyer. Yeah. So it's interesting. Whereas you see someone like Jim Harbaugh, everyone's slating Jabril Peppers, saying we don't know where he's going to play. His tape doesn't <laughs> look that great. Anywhere. His tape doesn't look that great. You no, know, I know, but scouts are saying this, and and Jim Harbaugh going, oh, well, he's the best, he's the most intelligent player I've ever seen. Yeah, you know, whether he believes it or not, he's clever enough to say it. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that, uh, yeah, that uh, the uh, Notre Dame coach has come out and said that about Kaiser this year. He's gone now. He's gone. Saying that's not going to make him come back. 
he's already made his decision. You're yeah. just hindering. Yeah, you just really scuppered any chance he's got right yeah, there. Absolutely. And that, that's gonna be it's gonna be even harder now for someone inside the front office to convince their yeah. the people around them, oh actually Deshaun is the is the one to go for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because there are rumblings about holding off and sucking for next year, like they did with Andrew Luck. Suck for luck campaign, yeah. It's uh, is it Sam Darnold is the USC quarterback. Yeah, yeah. The one that they're all raving about this year. Yeah. For next year. Yeah. What do you reckon, King? Do you reckon it's worth it? Yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing right now. Yeah, he's amazing now, but Deshaun Kaiser was amazing two years ago. That's what I, yeah. um, what I said to you last week, wasn't it? Jake yeah. Locker was going to be first overall pick. Went 10th, I think, didn't he? And went, yeah, but even that was a reach at that point. He had an yeah. absolute stinker of a season. Oh, he was a good quarterback. He was just injured all the time. Yeah, but he had a really good year. There he was, had to retire at like 25. Yeah, there was talks, though, of, of Luck and and Locker being sort of of the same ilk and frankly that's just not the case but it's uh, yeah I think he's a really good player at the moment um, he just needs to stay consistent um, they've got some talent down there in USC finally they had a couple of seasons where they are banned from bowl games so it's really tough for them to get recruits yeah uh, a lot of people are moving to UCLA or, or sort of moving out of state or, or just going to Cal but it's so now they've got some better recruits in which is brilliant and uh They've moved on from the Lane Kiffin disaster, which is which is good for them. But yeah. He um yeah, I think he's a solid player. He's got all the traits. He's just he's just he looks like a natural quarterback. He looks like someone who's going to walk into the NFL and be like Andrew Luck and immediately make a make an impact. He's got a good arm. Can make all the throws. He's reasonably athletic for his size as well. Um, so yeah, I like him. But he can only go to one team, so everyone else that might be trying for him is going to be unlucky. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But it's um. Yeah, it's an interesting one because it, that's the whole thought process with Trubisky was actually if Trubisky had another season like he did this year um, and we'd, just we'd did know, wouldn't we? a few more consistencies. But even if he had a slightly better season, he, he only developed slightly, he'd have been up there in that conversation where he'd definitely been second quarterback next year. Yeah. So it's a bit of a strange one because you're going to be inflated like RG3 was when someone like Andrew Luck's available because you're like, well, that one's, he's amazing. So we need we need to get the next best one. Yeah. Um, so it's a bit of a strange thing that Trubisky's come out early but no I like next year's crops a lot better There's a maybe few his other agent knew hmm? maybe his agent knew as far as I'm concerned I've, I'm not sold on Trubisky at all so maybe his agent knew now's the time to go that's yeah, where you stop highest yeah. Yeah. yeah because yeah. if we get another season of you and you actually start showing some, some lag yeah you're not going to be a first round talent no or not a first round pick at least I should say yeah, <laughs> first round talent no it's interesting oh there we go there you go well, I'm pretty happy with that, King. I think that was a pretty good first round. Yep. We've learned a lot. We have. We've shared some laughs. It's been some highs. Tears. It's been some lows. It's been some real lows. Yeah. <laughs> it's been some blood, sweat and beers, yeah. There has. But let us know what you think, guys. Um, we've picked pretty much everyone's team now, everyone that was available. So uh, we'll post it up. Yep. Kept saying I was going to do that, but haven't done it yet. No, that's fine. We'll post up the list of uh, of our picks for this first round. Let us know if you agree or disagree. You can hit us up on Twitter at Jim and the King. Always on there. I've got Instagram as well at Jim and the King. Um, and go to jimtheking.com to check out all of our archive stuff. And it's only four more weeks, King. So Exciting. I can't <sighs> wait. I can't wait. Until next week, guys. I've been Jim. That's been the King. And thanks so much for listening. 